When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, is that M? Is that some Detroit? Uh-huh. Hour number two. Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 oh, it's gonna ESPN. It's going to take Jesus to help us out. You think so? Football it- Jesus, please. just Come on, man. Like It's been 50 years, man. Football Jesus, come on, man. It's been you since 1957. through it. Well, That's why I laugh at Jet fans. That's why I laugh at Jet fans. And they talk about how miserable and how bad. Like, bro, I am a Lions fan. You, you don't even know. Like, that's how bad. We so bad that you don't even know how bad we were. That's how irrelevant we've been. At least you know, like, the Jets. Are. <laughs> They're like, oh, they play football in You Detroit? don't even know how bad we are because you don't know how bad we were. You don't <laughs> right. even care to know. Like, like Cowboys. How about the Cowboys thing? That's still amazing. The Jets have been to three conference championship games in the time that the Cowboys last won a Super Bowl or even got to – like, think about that. The Cowboys haven't been in a conference championship game since 97, right, 96? Yeah, right yeah. And the Jets have been to three. The Jets have been to three. <laughs> hey, that says a we lot. Got more, we got more playoff wins than Miami, too. <laughs> yeah. let's, not, let's keep it real. But anyways, back to, the, of course, the Lions. That's the second game. It's the NFC Championship game. They make you wait for it, Bart. They're making you wait. That's a 6.30 tip, that uh, kickoff. That's uh, Fox has that one. And the the last I saw the Niners. Now we'll get Alex Monaco later in the show for lunch money. But just the the line right now is seven and a half in favor of the Niners. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, that's a that's a big spread it, it, for for a championship game like the Detroit with a that's hurt a, star. They're a good team. I th- I feel like this will be closer than that. At they least should have beat Dallas. Be. Uh, and it's, this this isn't a team on at least from the defensive standpoint that I think. Is going to out physical the defensive, the offensive line oh, of. Hell uh, no! Yeah, I don't think that offensive line is afraid uh, of. I, I think the Lions are a top three, top four offensive line in the game. And yeah. if you look at how these dudes was pushed pushed around, you know it looks like they want to they want to um, you know rush the passer instead of uh, play run defense. Right. You know they gave up a hundred and nine to Aaron Jones, and it was just like just down block, pit, pull down block. You know Panay Sewell. You know, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I forgot who the quarterback was that was there, but they decided to go with Panay Sewell and not go with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Has played dividends, and that's why I say sometimes it's the unpopular choice at the time. But this dude sets the tempo. How many times have you seen a lineman break down the team? Talking about talking about this effing Detroit. We're going to let them feel us. Like, you know what I'm saying? F them. Like, that's your offensive lineman. Yeah, I think I want to run behind him. I think we good. I want to run behind that, you know what I mean? Because if he's that pissed off and we ain't even did nothing, yeah, I want to see, I want to see him about that smoke. And he's been every part of it. You know, he he he's dominated some of the best pass rushers. I forgot who I was watching, and it's like, man, they didn't do anything. You know, he, he, like they were trying. He he's as solid as they come, and it's crazy, right? Because you always think, man, your best lineman, and they, you know, Renfrew is is the best center in all of football. He's all pro for the Lions. Mm-hmm. And then they got the other guy on the other side. Taylor doesn't um, start. But you know, they have one of the top offensive linemen as far as even accolades and stuff like that as far as being you know being um, selected. But 
when you think about like those guys uh, setting the tempo, right? And you remember these Jets teams and how they were built. They were built from the offensive line. The offensive line was a yeah. big part of the identity. Always the foundation. so 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 you look at I, I forgot I just saw it was something on Instagram. They were saying a, a team that everybody should get, and they had the the Jets signing a, a tackle from the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And then if if they can do that, this guy looked like he was a beast. You know, I'm assuming if they say they should get him, then he rated high in the PPF and all that stuff. But then do that and draft the kid from Penn, uh, Penn State. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. But let's stay on these championship games here. We'll do, have plenty of time to talk about Jets and the draft and everything else. The Lions are, are have never been to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and they, they are one of championships. Can, can you name the other three teams that have never played in the Super Bowl? One of them, uh, Houston obvious. Texans, but that's yeah. unfair because yeah, that, they're, they're pretty new. much right. expansion team. Right. Because new. the Tennessee Titans have played in there, and that's their formerly the Tennessee the Titans. Right. Yeah, yeah. To the, to the, uh, the Houston Oilers. I'm sorry. Right. Right. But you know, which became the Titans, right? Mm-hmm. Who took yep. all their records and stuff. So like, yes. they never been. And it's one more Arizona play. There's two more. There's it's two, two more. more. Two more franchises. That well, I said never, the Lions. You, you, the Lions are one of four. Okay, so the so, Lions. So you said Texans, that's one. There's two others. They've never been in a Super Bowl. Now, when you think about Texans expansion, you know, there's another team in that well, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's never been in a Super Bowl. Jacksonville Jaguars. They got to an AFC championship, but they never got yeah, to a yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, never been in a Super so, Bowl. So that's Jacksonville. Okay, one more. I think this one's pretty obvious. Yeah, give, give me five seconds because sometimes I forget. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was no, I was on. gonna say I was gonna say the purple people eaters, but that uh, that don't matter because I think no, but I, I, I would the Carolina Panthers. Well, no, they no, they was your, in there with Foster. Think of your Ravens and yeah, well Cleveland, I guess. Okay. Yes, the Browns. But that don't count, man. What do you mean it doesn't count? They won championships with um Jim Brown. That's the same as the Lions. The Lions won yeah. four championships, but when the Super Bowl era became uh be, you know, began, they didn't get there. Neither did the Browns. Yeah, I got. You. So two franchises that have been around forever since the start of of football. See, but I'm not tripping. And they uh, can because, get there before the Browns do, which would be a miracle. Like if you think about it, the Browns are the Ravens, so it's kind of hard. Like the Browns are the Ravens, so I don't judge the, the original the, Browns. Yeah, the, 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 right. The, the, yeah, like right. basically everybody got up and moved. They took the, all the front office. So you're everybody. considering Ozzie. the Browns an expansion team? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, because the right. Browns because Ozzy Newsom was with the Browns, and when they moved, he but didn't moved they get with the, the Ravens. history? Didn't the Browns like it's like like the um, yeah they it's it's weird because the, the Charlotte Coast, Hornets got the, their their history even right. though. They were the Bobcats. They took the history from yeah, but we uh, know. the Pelicans and all that stuff. Like, yeah, but no? but we know it's like the right. Baltimore Colts. Is is was in Baltimore, right? Right. So like you know, it, it all depends on how they you moved look to at Indianapolis. It. But but I, but I but I look at Cleveland as pretty much an expansion team. Came okay. back in like '98 or something. Yes. Whenever they came back, so right. it's not as bad. But the only one, the only corporate, well, in Jacksonville is an expansion team too. So that's they are. so it's pretty much three expansion teams that's never been there. Fair enough. I wonder how many teams. Have never won it because I don't remember Minnesota. It's a lot more than that. I don't. Th- I don't remember Minnesota ever winning winning the Super Bowl, and I don't ever remember the the, the Los Angeles Chargers ever winning a Super Bowl. Okay, well, remember for a long that. time. Remember for a long time, Philadelphia was that team that had never won a Super Bowl. Correct. All right, yeah. there are 12, 12 teams that Damn. have never won a Super Bowl. Damn. Can you name them? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with. Um, the Atlanta Falcons. Correct. The Arizona Cardinals. Yes. The Cleveland Browns, if you want to count them. The Carolina yes. Panthers. They got yes. there twice. It's crazy. The Carolina Panthers have been to the Super yep. Bowl twice. One mm-hmm. with Aaron Foster, me and the Foster kid, and then one with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with the Houston Texans, of course. Yes. 
uh, let's say uh, the Cowboys. I'm just playing. No, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Correct. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Correct. The Los Angeles Chargers. Correct. And da, 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 is that 12? Uh, no, you, you are, you're at 10. You're missing two. Huh. Well, actually, that's... you didn't say your Lions, but we're, we already know the Lions. Yeah, so yeah. Li- yeah, the Lions. So you, But that, with the Lions, you're and at 10. And the Tennessee Titans have been in Super Bowl. But they haven't won it. So that's, right, that's 11. Won, yeah. There's still one more you've – I don't think you mentioned this team. If you did, you said it fast. Damn, hasn't won it? You, they, were, they were one of your biggest rivals in your division with Baltimore. Oh, Cincinnati. Yes. There Damn, that's right. They went there, John Candy, Boomer Siason, Norman. Yeah, they got there. But, again, this is about winning it. Yeah, that so, is true. That yeah. is true. So, so again, that game, again, I feel like – That's a bigger number than you think, man. That's a 12, lot. 12, yeah, out, out of 32. Is it, yeah. is it like that in basketball, too? Uh-huh. Like, is it that big of a team? Because, like, like, you know what? Basketball has pretty much been won by either Houston Rockets, the Detroit, uh, Lions, uh, the Detroit Pistons, the Bulls, the Lakers. Oh, there's a the lot. Celtics, Actually, and there's, the Heat. And now 30? Golden State. Out of 30. Well, I would probably say it's about 22 that didn't make it. I feel like it's only been like eight, like 10 teams that have won the championship in basketball. I've got – wait, hang on a second. I've got – we know we know the Pistons like it's either the Pistons, Rockets, Lakers, Celtics. Rock, Rockets have won. You got a couple. You got a couple one-offs, which is pretty much like uh, the Sixers, like one-offs. There's ten. Miami was a dynasty. There's ten because Denver, Denver last year ended their drought. They had never. So there's ten. Ten teams that has ever ten won a championship. Ten NBA teams that have never never won. They've been to the finals. There's some of these teams have been there, but they haven't they haven't raised the trophy, whether it was the, the Larry O'Brien or whether it was just a trophy. Do you, do you want me to tell you them? Yeah. Are, are you interested? Yeah, because I, I thought it was way more teams that didn't win. Okay, all right. Uh, the Nets. The Washington right. Bullets. The uh, Hornets. No, the, the Bullets did win. What? Yeah, the Hornets. Okay. All right. Uh, the, the Pacers. Damn. The Clippers. Damn. The Grizzlies. Okay. They okay expansion. Clippers is more. Timberwolves about. also. Expansion. Damn. Pelicans. Expansion. Yeah. Well, no. Pelicans were the original Hornets from Charlotte. Remember? Okay. So, 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 Hornets expansion then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were the Bobcats, right. Uh, the Magic. Damn. The Suns. Damn. Now, that's hurts. And, famously, the Utah Jazz. Damn. Yeah. It's a lot more than you thought, right? But it's crazy. If you go back over the last maybe from the 80s. Oh, there's only been like six yeah, franchises. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From the 80s to now, it's only been. <laughs> that's right. That was a whole thing for a while there. Where it was basically, yeah, it's only a couple one-offs. It was Milwaukee. Bulls, but, it was like Bulls, Lakers, Pistons, and, and Spurs were like always winning championships. Yeah, and then the and Warriors. Pistons and Rockets kind of sprinkled in there. Yeah, it's. I think it's Lakers, Celtics, Bulls, Spurs, Warriors, have the, the majority, majority of all the championships. Yeah. Yeah, it's something stupid like that. All right, so let's get into the other – because this game, again, the, the Lions-Niners game is going to have a lot of history to it for the Lions. And then, of course, for Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, there's some history there too. Clock's, like, clock's let's ticking. Get, yeah, yeah, let's get over the top. So there's that and, the, and the, of course, the Brock Purdy story and everything else. But the, the, the one that's the real compelling one is the AFC Championship game because this uh, is more of a Clash of the Titans kind of game. Chiefs and the Ravens, the, the, this is a close one. Baltimore's the home team, so they get the three-and-a-half-point uh, spread. It, the, even the over-under is, is very low at 44-and-a-half. 
This is going to be on CBS, everybody. So this is the uh, Tony Romo, Jim Nance crew. Here we go. Yeah. Gonna, here we go. Like, oh, damn. Where's Phil Simpson? You need him. Yeah. Um, so anyways, what I, want, what, what I want you to tell me about, though, is a couple of storylines. And the, the, obviously the quarterbacks are going to be the main story. Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot at stake for both guys, Bart. Yes. Can you explain it? Yeah, for me, like when you think about Patrick Mahomes and his quest to try and catch Tom Brady, not saying that we believe that he has to get seven to be considered the GOAT, but he has to run off as many as he can, especially before Andy Reid decides to hang him up, which I hear is reports that if Andy Reid wins a championship, he may retire, and that's what people were thinking. Maybe really? that's a spot for Bill Belichick to maybe step in. Yeah, because that would give him three. Remember, Andy was the guy that couldn't win it. That's all he needed for his resume to be a Hall of Fame coach, and he's a, he's a Hall of Fame coach now. Um, but you you look at Patrick Mahomes in that quest, you know he he would be a beating a MVP on the road, a, another great player in Josh Allen to to win his third Super Bowl when we thought this was the worst offensive team that he's ever had. But I try and remind people when even though we say this is the worst offensive team that he's ever had it's not the worst team that he's ever had because I think their defense is equally as dominant as it is now in comparison to what it was when his offense was dominant so I think it all balances out as far as good teams and good players it's just different we, we're accustomed it's like watching the Ravens and the defense isn't like the the leader of the team is Lamar Jackson when you know that's the team organization led by his defense and Red, Ed Reed and, and Ray Lewis but, you know, for Patrick Mahomes, he's trying to put himself in rarefied air. You know, six consecutive AFC championships, you know, winning. You know, he would have to be considered a mini dynasty uh, when you think about three titles in like five years. You know, uh, only knocked off once. And look, you know, for all the ones that Brady won to become the GOAT, he lost, you know, he lost three as well, right, when you consider what happened to him um, in, in, some of the, in some of the Super Bowls that he lost. So, like, it, this would put Patrick Mahomes on a path. You know, it's a lot of guys or a lot more guys that got two. But when you start getting three, it's either Troy Aikman, it's Terry Bradshaw when you get to four, Joe Montana with five, and then it's the GOAT. I think if he gets as many titles as Joe Montana, he can elevate himself above Aaron, uh, above Tom Brady because I think when the numbers are all put down, if he plays as long as Tom Brady, he'll catch those numbers in the air. Uh, nobody's had more passing yards in the first – you know, uh, five years or the last five years in Patrick Mahomes. So he'll catch all the numbers. He'll have, you know, he, he needs to get like seven, I mean, five um, titles, I think, for me to put him as the GOAT. But then on the other side, you know, it gets interesting because Lamar Jackson represents something in his league that uh, was told that it couldn't do something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, we, we kind of, you know, threw it around and Ryan Clark threw it around a little bit too that saying that, you know, if Lamar wins, this is just as impactful uh, for the black quarterback as Doug Williams went in the Super Bowl. And because, you know, Lamar Jackson was a guy just as recently as 360 days ago was put on a block and said, hey, he's available for two first-round draft picks, and general managers scoffed at it, wouldn't even attempt or think about giving up two first-round draft picks. Just for our listeners to understand, Trey Lance, they moved up and gave up three first-round draft picks just to draft Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, at the time, the general manager said that they wouldn't give up two first-round draft picks for Lamar Jackson, was already has one of the highest winning percentages in the NFL history, second only to Tom Brady, and he already had one MVP. So for him, it represents the, the kid that didn't conform, 
the kid that refused to run a 40, not because he wasn't fast, but because 40s don't matter for quarterbacks, and he didn't want them to misconstrue to his speed and say, hey, you should play receiver like they told Randall that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But remember, Randall was a Heisman candidate quarterback at the University of Indiana. Or people that love to hate, you know, as a Raven, love to hate uh, Heinz Ward. What people don't realize is Heinz Ward was a quarterback for the University of Georgia, not a wide receiver. So, like, that narrative has been going around. So, for Lamar Jackson to win, it would dispel all the stereotypes that now they believe that, yes, you can win with a black quarterback, but he has to be like Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Not saying that you can't win a quarterback with a Jalen Hurts, with a Colin Kaepernick, with a Cam Newton, all who went to the Super Bowl but fell short. If Lamar Jackson's able to not only beat Patrick Mahomes and get to a Super Bowl, but win one, it changes the narrative around you can't win with players that you think about his legs before his arm. And Lamar Jackson has also proven this year that he is a guy that can win with his arm, but he's so dynamic with his legs. And it'll also be a win for the you know the guy that you know we thought would have did it in, in Michael Vick. Right when you think about it, oh, he wins a lot of games, but he can't stay healthy, and he can't he can't win uh, championships with them. And I think that's important. That's what Lamar Jackson is facing, and also a guy who didn't cut his hair, a guy that has dreadlocks, a guy that looks rough and rugged when he gets there, a guy who talks a certain way, being from the south. It's so much more at stake stake for Lamar Jackson. But I just also love the conversation that that organically starts. Right? Is this Patrick Mahomes um, era or is this Lamar Jackson era? Oh, because that's a if whole he beats conversation because now. because because if, if he beats him, we've been trying to compare Mahomes and Josh Allen as the Tom Brady Peyton Manning mm-hmm. debate. Then I think he'll be talking. Listen, it took a long time for Peyton to win his championship. He won his championship in like two thousand what six two thousand no two thousand two thousand nine. At that point, yo, Tom had already had three. So if Lamar is able to get one, he's only one back of Patrick Mahomes, and it looks like you know you could say maybe the uh, Kansas City window was closing and the Baltimore Ravens window is opening. And the reason why the, the the opening hasn't been open for the last couple of years because Lamar Jackson couldn't finish two seasons in a row, which is why I believe he didn't run as much this year when they were desired runs, opposed to you know previous years where he would run and get hurt. He, he protected himself, and now last week you saw him using his legs a lot more in design runs than what he had used when you know during the season, which those were just scrambling yards. Nobody available, scramble. Like Lamar Jackson has shown the evolution, but it's going to be exciting because the narrative and all new conversations come up. And you know when you consider Lamar Jackson, we know Joe Burrow will be back who's not afraid of Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes, I think, will have a much more competitive um, class of quarterback to – to contest with than Tom Brady had. Tom Brady had Phillip Rivers. He had um, he had Ben Roethlisberger, and he had um, and he had uh, uh, and he had Peyton Manning. Like when you look at what Patrick Mahomes would have to endure, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, now Justin Herbert. Like you you can't say that you can say that this is the best crop of quarterbacks ever assembled in one division. In we one had division. Dan, we we had Dan Marino mm-hmm. and Jim Kelly. 
Yeah, I mean, Brady, Brady, you know, you're forgetting a, a handful of really good quarterbacks, including Brett Favre, obviously, during the Brady No, 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 era. no, 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 no. I'm, t- I'm talking about – I'm talking in about the conference. In, a, in the conference. Oh, you mean in the conference. Oh, I'm talking okay. about in the conference to even get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got like, you. Brady, I got Brady, you. Brady just had to beat beat uh, Tom or beat beat Ben. Like, he got Burrow, Allen, mm-hmm. Lamar. Mm-hmm. Now Herbert's going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, you think so. Tre- but- Trevor Lawrence – you think you you expect him to eventually emerge, right? At, le- at least for a year. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, who else is a war well, daddy? Tua, I mean, two and two tongue about Lord. He was one. an MVP yeah. candidate. Yeah. So like like yeah. listen like when 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 Tom was getting it in, he had to go beat us in Baltimore with Joe Flacco or Tom or, or or Kyle Bowler. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it was, and we were always a playoff team. So it's not like I'm, I'm like being funny. I'm thinking about the teams that were playoff teams there that just couldn't get it done because mm-hmm. their quarterback wasn't good, but that was yeah. their quarterback. But yeah. they were still in the playoffs all the time. It is interesting, like you Blake mentioned, Bortles. <laughs> it, it, what what you mentioned, like there's two full. That's that's why I loved about it is that you kind of gave three different directions to this whole thing, and the, and the the first one being obviously Mahomes and what he could become. If he gets there, it's his. It would be his fourth Super Bowl appearance. If he wins this game, it would be a chance for a third title, which, like you said, puts him now into this category that if Trey he can Aikman. win another Super Bowl, that's three. And now, you know, now you start pushing yourself into that all-time great discussion. Um, and then there's the Lamar story, which forget the on the forget the football. It's the other stuff. It's the barriers that he's, you know, that, that to break. It's the stereotypes to break or continue to try to break. And it's also a guy that, as we know, has to prove that he can get it done in the playoffs because he's done it everywhere else. He's going to win a second MVP this year, more than likely. That'll be two already. And that during the season, he is six. His teams, all they do is what? What is his record again? Like Something like seventy-five percent. Like he, this, he's undefeated. He's, he's damn near undefeated against the NFC. Like his, just his record as a in a regular season is insane. So. It, his teams do nothing but win. He he'll win. He's winning multiple MVPs. But now it comes down to okay, like we say about all our MVPs. Is he now Steve you Nash? Win a yeah, we asked him. Is he Steve Nash? Yes, yeah, so, good one. So so this that's that story, right? And then you obviously had the whole aspect of the black quarterback and the how that just continues to hang over it as well. Is here's a guy that I remember from the draft the that, that I remember people saying that this guy should be you know, maybe he'd be better off as a wide receiver. They did, they waited all the way to the very end of the first round to take him, even though in college had he did everything to show that he could play Heisman the Trophy quarterback, winner. right? So that part. But the one that really gets me is the fact that take all that away. If he gets to the Super Bowl and then he wins one, yeah. now all of a sudden his, his, you start doing the whole Mahomes, yeah, Lamar res- Jackson, because now Patrick has two. The resume he has would two be the MVPs. Same. The resume Lamar would be the now same. would have one and two MVP. And now I was like, wait a second. Like there's a, and they and all both of them do is win. Right. And so Lamar Jackson yep. is fifty-eight and nineteen in the regular season. He's twenty and three against the NFC. Twenty and three <laughs> is ridiculous. Good luck in the Super Bowl of the so, NFC if he gets so there. So Bart, I ask you: Is the AFC Championship game the Super Bowl? Yes, I believe so. Now, can, can San Francisco? We saw what the Ravens win? did to the Niners, right? We like yeah, the, but it's yeah. hard to do that twice to, us, right. to to people. But so yeah, but I, I would say it would be heavily favored because the, the 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 Ravens have beaten both teams. But I would argue to say that you know it would put I would put Lamar if Lamar wins the Super Bowl. I would say it's I would say it's one A because you know why? 
when Lamar Jack when 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 Patrick Mahomes was 27 years old, you know what his resume said? One Super Bowl, yep. two MVPs. Yep. So Lamar Jackson would be in the standing in the same place. So he's on pace. Right. He would be in the same place that he was at, yeah. and all he would have to do is win another one next year. There's a lot or the there, year right? after, and he yeah. would have the same resume. There's a lot there. there, there make there's it make the sense. dynasty of the Chiefs if they if they go. It's it's the start of something with in Baltimore that you could look at Lamar and a guy that like you said could have been available for two first round picks. My God, and instead now you have the new quarterback battle and Josh Allen. You got to take a seat, Josh Allen. We're going to move you to Joe Burrow. Floor. We appreciate you, but yeah. we'll holler at you in a minute because you got to stay healthy, Joe Burrow. So you're not on this floor. And sorry, Josh Allen, we're moving you out of this no. room and we're bringing you down. Uh, to a lower level because Lamar now has the the suite here in the penthouse along with Patrick Mahomes. That's what's riding on <laughs> yeah, this it's, game. It's like Joe Bur- Joe Burrow has been in that. He was in that junior suite, but then he goes from that junior he had a daily suite. rate though. Yeah, yeah. He go he goes from that junior suite because he had he's like man. He you took Cincinnati to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you went yeah, and beat true. Patrick Mahomes. That's true. In, in, in his house, he so like they gave him a junior suite, but now they go they gonna get him the room. You know, you go to that room and you go in there and it's two full size beds. Yes. Like damn, man! I don't need no full size bed. It's just me. That's all like, we got. You gonna get your little ass in that little full size bed? That's right. It's all we got, sir. It's all we yeah. have right now, sir. I hope these accommodations are good for you. Roll Maybe over we in can place. eventually upgrade you as your uh, rewards program uh, gets better. All right, that's it's a great discussion on that. We'll certainly take calls on both these games, but I have a feeling that the the the, the Lamar Jackson Patrick Mahomes angle in this AFC Championship game is really the the most the the one you'll be focusing on. Lamar the has the most to lose. And Lamar has the most to lose, which is also a very interesting point to make on this as well. All right, we'll do more on this, of course, a little bit later on. We'll get into the lunch money aspect of it when it comes to betting and everything else with Alex Monaco at 2 o'clock. But coming up, you know what time it is. It's time for Audio Files. That is next. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. While they didn't just beat the defending champion Nuggets last night, they absolutely crushed them at the Garden. Knicks rolling once again to an easy win in the second half. Earlier this morning on DPH on Rothenberg, Rick and Dave said this Knicks team is built for the postseason. Like the construction, especially the starting five, how well it works together, they all play their role perfectly. And when you have, let's just do OG just because of the deal, like what he brings to the table every night. And you saw like, you got a glimpse of what it would be like, right? In a postseason series where you got two studs. I mean, you got Jokic, who he's going to get his. You try to slow him down and then take your best defender and put him on Jamal Murray. And it's going to be hard, bud. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it is Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Seven Nation Army. <laughs> this is what I don't like is the Ravens what? stole that... Uh, the chant from the Eagles is so whack. R A B N uh, like uh, that. Nah, that's the Jets chant too, though. Nah. J-E-T-S. Yeah, but it's like the Eagles. Yeah, like, you know, know what I'm saying. That's that they do it with the same. You know how somebody like take it, take somebody else's song and they rap the same flow, but they change the words up a little bit. That's what it sounds like. I don't like that. Like they they you got to be better. You got to be creative and come up with something organic. You can't take somebody else's stuff. It's like it's like um, what's that um. Between New Orleans and and the Bengals. What? That's your Ravens song, baby. Ugh. Ugh, man. And then they got they got a fat dude that takes his shirt off now, and he <laughs> does he does he go. <sighs> like, like, come on, bro. Oh, like, he's doing Fireman Ed, too? Like, yeah, like, come on, man. It's so much he's fat. He takes his shirt off. I'm like, come on, man. Like, Here's what I need, though. I need Tom to, at some point before the end of the show, if you want to really fire me up, Uprising by Muse. When you hear it, you'll know the song I'm talking about, Bart. Get, gotcha. you, all, get you all fired up. Anyways, all right. It is, of course, a football Friday on 98.7 ESPN. It is brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on you goosebumps. Experience the thrill yourself. Shop your local Nissan store at Nissan.com today. Right now, it's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call Audio Files. The Audio File. Oh, by the way, the Knicks won last night. Did I fail to mention that? Did they win or did they win? I mean, they won by, what, 36 points, an absolute beatdown. Boat race, the defending champs, the Denver Nuggets came in. Yes, at the end of a road trip, uh, they did not look like they wanted any part of the Knicks defense from the start of the game. OG Ananobi was phenomenal, 26 points, six steals. His defense on Jamal Murray basically got Murray to just say, I'm done, I don't want to play. He was just that good. So a lot of great storylines uh, surrounding the game last night. The Knicks, by the way, have won five in a row. They're eleven and two in the month. They're in fourth place now in the East. Eleven games over five hundred. Fifteen and five at the Garden. Everything going well. All star starters were announced last night, and um, Jalen Brunson was a favorite of the media. He was very highly regarded by the players, but in the fan vote, he finished fifth. So therefore. He finished with his weighted score tied with Damian Lillard, but because of the fan vote, Lillard won out and therefore made the team. 
And it is expected that Brunson will be named a reserve next week when the reserves are named to the All-Star. But Charles Barkley was raving about Jalen Brunson and how much he belongs on the All-Star team. I'm never going to throw shade at Dame Lillard. I love him as a person and as a player, but I would have loved to see Jalen Brunson be a starter. I said this last year. I can't believe what a great player he's turned into. When he went to the Knicks last year, I was like, that's a good signing. It's one of the best signings I've ever seen for a free agent. Nobody knew he was going to be that good. Uh, He has been fantastic. He's made the Knicks relevant. See, the comparison isn't like, well, I mean, you know, Kevin Durant signed with the Warriors. That's a great signing. Shaq signed with the Lakers. That's a great signing. Kenny Smith tried to make that point to to, uh, to Chuck on TNT. And that's not what he's saying. Right, Bart? Like, like I know you know what he's saying there. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy like- who was a pretty much a reserve player on the, on the Mavericks. You signed him, and he didn't just become a good player. He became an all-star, a great player, a leader. He's just turned your franchise around. Like, how many times have you ever seen a player that sort of comes out of nowhere as a signing that nobody really paid attention to and has turned into this? Listen, like, I can't remember one that's kind of paid instant dividends like that. I mean, like, and like, un- when I say paid dividends like this, of course, we've seen guys like LeBron go and, and it's instant success. But he was unheralded. He we questioned, you know, the Knicks signing him and giving him that much. Some money. people thought they overpaid him. Yeah. yeah, they thought they overpaid him. Like you talk about, you know, like uh, you know, somebody you know being worth their weight in gold. You know, how long have I? Ever since I've been in New York, they've been waiting for for a point guard, and and now yeah. they had now they have one, and you know he's a guy that also is unselfish and everybody wants to play with him. Right, but he's big time too. It's like it's not just like you know. Jason Kidd was a facilitator; he was past his prime. He's a guy that can do it on a you know you know scoring or facilitating, and he's a guy with a slow heartbeat. And you really, really cool. love that. Yeah, you really, yeah. really love his demeanor, man. He's like an unselfish superstar. Like I said, it reminds me so much of Chauncey Billups and what Rip Hamilton bought to the Pistons, where it's like good, you know. It's a good he, comp. That's why, like, you have a, a group of such unselfish people because it's led by him, and it's, it's, it's even forces Jay, uh, Julius Randle to, to to be that way. And well, I think it's calm, Julius Randle. And, and the the humility part certainly is there. So here's Brunson on on how Lillard was named the starter. You guys are Danny Lillard. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. Uh, and this is on. His goal, though, to make the All-Star team. Yeah. I mean, definitely is a goal of mine, but um, the most important thing is how we handle business, playing night in and night out. Obviously, that's an individual goal, but I wouldn't be in that position or have that opportunity for my teammates and my coaches. As long as we win, I think individual stuff comes comes our way. And again, that is just exactly what you want to hear from a guy like that. He just talks about more about the team and Without our team's success, I can't even talk about being an All-Star. All right, so let's have some fun. In the game, third quarter... Now uh, Brunson didn't play at all in the fourth quarter for once. Like he just he didn't have to. That's how that's how far and away the game was. But he had 21 points in three quarters in 27 minutes, and and two of those points came off of a steal, and he went down the court, Bart, and he dunked the basketball with one hand, and he even looked up at the rim in shock that he was able to pull off the dunk, <gasps> kind of like making fun of himself for being able to get up that high. So after the game, I interviewed Dante DiVincenzo for MSG Network. And when we were done with the interview, I just decided I'm going to ask him to rate his best friend's dunk. So this is the result. So rate Jalen Brunson's dunk. 
Oh, it was weak. It was like one. It's weak. It's weak. You gave it a one. I mean, but let's be honest. <laughs> He's probably like under six feet. If we really, if we really. He's listed at six two. Yeah, come on, man, stop it. You, you, Alan, you're a very big man. You know what six two looks like. Is he I mean, taller than me? He's close. You guys are you guys are close. Yeah, and because of hits, I, I think gravity has brought me down to five, me to six one <laughs> and a and a quarter. But how about his buddy just go, yeah, it's a one. Yeah. <laughs> just the way he said it's so like, deadpan. But he had a big smile on his face when he said yeah. it. he's like, Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> it would it, it would have been it'd have been it would have been funnier if he would have smacked the glass. It's, you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, it just came out of Or if he hung ah! on it. Like, he couldn't even grab it enough to hang on it. You know, like, he couldn't even do that. But it was still funny. But, of course, the low, the low, you know, the, the one from the Russian judge <laughs> brings us down the score. <laughs> All right, to football we go. And so John Harbaugh coaching once again in the uh, – just what you talk about a guy that's had great success himself, but he is in the uh, AFC Championship game once again with his Baltimore Ravens. And remember – he did once coach against his brother in the Super Bowl. You remember, obviously, when Jim was there with the 49ers. That's how he got his first one. Yeah. So now his brother is back in the NFL, this time with the Chargers. So here's John talking about Jim getting the Chargers job. My thoughts are we play him next year. We're looking forward to uh, all of it. You know, I'm just very happy for him, proud of him, excited for him, excited for his family. I heard my, my mom and dad told me that he called back in the evening and he found out that all of his kids, starting with Addie and Katie, had their bags packed already. They're ready to go. So they're excited too. So it's going to be great. He's well-deserved. And uh, I'll say this, the Chargers just got themselves one great coach. Do go from Michigan the, to, yeah. to L.A.? Yeah, do you know what the weather is? They, uh, yeah. Matter of fact, half them clothes you packing, you can leave, but you ain't going to never need them out there. <laughs> Like how fat, triple fat goose ski look, gear. If you got a job as like the linebackers coach for the Chargers, right? How fast would your kids be? <laughs> like you're like I didn't they, even sign the contract yet. They're they, like I already know what I, I already know what I'm bringing. Like and then they, they gonna say, Daddy, you buying us all new stuff? You just got paid. Peace. <laughs> yeah, we can leave all that. Yeah, that's Don't, great. Just leave Michigan, the house. We Airbnb out, that out later. Michigan is a beautiful. Jerome place. Moore can buy your house. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but it ain't L.A. So that's like Ann Arbor's a beautiful place. No, like, no, you know, of course it is. It's much gorgeous. better than Detroit. I mean, it's an amazing college town, man. It's amazing, yeah, and man, it's only forty minutes this, from the airport. And as I said, he's got this big, beautiful compound up there where the whole family lives up. Everybody's up there, and, yeah, and they, they they love it. But it, yeah, they've been doing it for years too. And Cat and their whole family. That's how they got so used to it. They right. dad, I think, had a beach, uh, uh, a lake house up there in Canton, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you what, I. I wouldn't even say bye to my neighbors. It's been real. <laughs> You'll probably keep the place. Uh, last but not least, Kayvon Thibodeau mm. went on the uh, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn podcast. You know, I think there's uh, – that's Mello and um, uh, who's uh, – I forget. the. Uh, it's um, – my brain is fried right now. Anyways, so here's Kayvon Thibodeau talking about Saquon Barkley and that whole situation there uh, with the Giants, a member that – Daniel Jones got paid, and then Barkley had to take the one-year deal. So Thibodeau had some thoughts about that. You paid Daniel Jones $40 million. It was a great I, – I, me, I believe. A lot of people was mad at that. Okay. A lot of people was mad at that, but I was like, let listen. Me, let me tell you what I'm mad at, and it's the only thing I'll say about that. What I'm mad about is that Saquon – because if you look at the game, the tape, Saquon was responsible for at least – 30% of our explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Not more. Talking about the year we won the playoff game. So for me and for the integrity of working together and hard work and we all believe the same things, I feel like 
Saquon should have got paid first. Mm. That's what I feel. Uh-huh. And maybe, I don't know the back end. Maybe it's a franchise. Maybe it's an extension. Maybe it's blah, blah, blah. That's none of my business. I don't, you know, that's just I focus on me. That's the respect we was talking about. Like, exactly. It's, it's, when it's, the you, team chemistry yeah, and all Because like, we see on. it. Why not? Like, yeah. when you think of Saquon, who you think of? That's it's it. Giants. He's the face of the game. Yeah. You feel about that, Bart? I mean, I feel him when you talk about, you know, your unquestioned leader uh, on that team, Saquon Barkley feeling like he's been done wrong and especially when he was such a big part of what they you know what they do and, and the success that they had unfortunately you know running backs aren't weighted with the same on the same scale as as quarterbacks it's just the reality of it the shelf life the ability to play at high levels for longer times to to be able to multiply the talent of other people well besides that I I mean how do you feel about Thibodeau saying this the, the way he's saying it that that sounded to me like the locker room he's echoing the locker room yeah, sentiments and, here and, and if you're the Giants that's something yeah, you, you got to pay attention yeah, to yeah you got to listen right you got to listen but you know sometimes just because a player says it, no matter how good he is doesn't affect the the plan you know Shane's uh, Stein, uh Shane has a has a plan and if you know, you, we were there with him, and he told us, like, yep. hey, there's a lot of guys going to be available. Yep. Yes, so Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, there's going to be a lot of good running backs. Austin Eckler, Chris mm-hmm. Henry, there's going to be a lot of guys there that's going that, that will play for the 10 or $12 million that Saquon Barkley reportedly wouldn't pay for, play for. It's an interesting, like I said, a very interesting take that he had there. By the way, uh, the, the, the co-host with Mello is the kid Mero. No, I apologize for that, but – there's a million podcasts out there. It's hard it's for me to keep up. It's a billion, yeah. All right, well, that's Audio Files. 800-919-3776 is the number. So we get back to your calls, of course. Uh, 2 o'clock hour, we'll get into lunch money. We'll go on the betting side of the championship weekend that we have coming up in the NFL. We'll get back into the Knicks conversation, of course, 2 o'clock as well. I gave Bart a little bit of um, – Homework. homework, not homework though, because it's like it's during the show. Pop so, like, a, like a preparing you for end of show pop quiz. So, I want to get his reaction to a hit last night in the Islanders Canadians game. That while I was busy at the Garden, I was also had the Islander game on my phone on MSG Plus. By the way, just catching that whole action, Butch and, and Brendan calling the game there, and there was a hit that I'm telling you, like I was furious, but I was more frustrated with the after effects of this. What happened afterwards? So I want to see what Bart thinks of it from a football perspective. Let's discuss that. Your call's coming up in more. Stay with us. Bart and Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. This is what I'm talking about. You know this song? Nah, I don't know this one. Oh, you have to know this song. I heard this riff on his computer, though. I mean, on his uh, guitar, though. We got to get to the words. This is called Uprising. It's by Muse. If it's not on your workout mix, you're doing it wrong. But this is all about just, like, resistance. Like, like, not not being held down. Yeah. Like, you come flying out of the tunnel, you have this thing cranking in your stadium, I'll tell you that. ESPN New York presents an evening with Garrett Wilson, and it's hosted by us. Bart and Han. Bart's going to do all the work. I'm just going to drink. It's an intimate event. Well, I got to drink because it's the last day I can enjoy life. Probably. With the Jetstar wide receiver and your chance to score passes to this exclusive event includes food and beverage. Lots and lots of beverage. Goes to ESP, uh, Just go to ESPNNewYork.com or find the contest page on the ESPN New York app and submit your entry. An evening with Garrett Wilson and Bart and Han. Brought to you by Corona and Sansone Auto Mall. So you watched the uh, the hit that Brendan Gallagher put on um, Adam Pellick last night. The Islanders and the Canadians played up in Montreal, and this this was this was as dirty a hit as as you could ever see in today's NHL. PK Subban, who used to play for the Canadians and I think was teammates with Gallagher, actually called them out for it on video. He even said like this dude needs to be suspended. Now he's yeah, he's gonna he got, he's supposed to have a call with the league today. And people are saying that the max he's going to get is like five games. You tell me what you saw, and could you do that on a football field? No, this would be equivalent to like a blindside shot. Like this is almost like they took that out of the Burfect. game. Perfect. Is this like yeah. a Vontez Perfect kind of play? Yeah, yeah. And, or also like a, um, also like a. Um, but at least that was a live play. Like when Warren Sapp decleated the lineman from Green Bay, and he told Sherman to put you put some pads on type of stuff. Yeah. That that was that was a cheap shot. Like listen, it's one thing. To, 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 you know, hit me is another thing to, to fool you with trickery before you know you're in a fight. So that's like a glance blow out like a, hey, you're skating by. And he kind of jumped back and hit him with the elbow. Yeah, I feel like his teammates should have said, okay, man, if you want to do stuff like that, because we don't want to have to deal with that type of stuff the next time we play, you go ahead and you fight it out. You know what I'm saying? You go ahead and get her done. You know what I mean? If somebody come attack you, defend yourself. We won't let them. You know, of course they can't jump you in, in hockey. So it's going to be one-on-one anyway, but you, you got to go ahead and take that L and go ahead and put your dukes up. Now, if you big and bad, then you the dude that challenged you from the other team to protect their teammate, you kick his ass. This is what you I didn't kick- like because in the, in, the old, like, uh, in the old days. But in the past, you'd have accountability immediately. Somebody's coming for you, and yes. you got to fight them. But you're going to have to fight. This dude's tough. He's 5'9". He's tough. But still, but he got him up out of there. Though I'm sending right? somebody to come meet you, and we're going to have it out for what you did. And I tell you, if you know that's coming, you're not throwing elbows like that. You're not doing it, but yeah, you know huh. that's not coming because the linesmen they all got around him like and Draymond. protected him. 
It's they like Draymond. Let, but yeah, it is like Draymond. But they wouldn't even let the Islanders get to him. They yeah. protected him and then shoved him in the penalty box. And it's like, yeah, like real. Like if I was a linesman and you know that play happened, come get him, boys. I ain't. Pro- if, I'll, I'll I'll pull him off you once you've taken a few hits to well, the face. But you deserve a couple of hits to the face for this. Well, if they if they protected him, they should have just started fighting him. You know what I'm saying? The linesman, no, 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 you're not doing that. You're trying to win a game. But but to me, it's what it's just where the league is going. I, I hated everything about it. But what bothers me even more is that Pelic, Pelic's had concussions before. They just got him back. They can't afford to lose him. And now this senseless play happens. He could miss plenty of time. Significant time if he's league already had did, one. Mm-hmm. Well, he's had a couple. The, because the league decided it was a phone hearing, not an in-person hearing. So if they would have summoned him to New York and had him come sit down and we're going to talk about this face-to-face, they mm-hmm. didn't. They're offering it as a phone hearing, and the reports say that that means because it's a phone hearing, not in person. The most they they can suspend him for five games. Mm. Now Pelic's going to miss more than five. He could he could possibly miss more than five. This guy's going to miss a week and a half of, do, of hockey. Do they play again in April? Late April, April, April. When you're trying to make the playoffs and you really can't you, unless no, you're no, out no, of no, it. No, no, you know what I tell my team. Win, win now because in April we might not win that game. So let's make sure we don't need that game. We'll we'll send our message that you that that know that no you don't ever. And the, the message is not only for like them. The message is for everybody. If you ever want to take a dare with us, we we are we are um, diabolical enough to remember and sit on it and get our retribution. It just doesn't make sense. The guy, the, first of all, the guy's never been suspended. He's been in the league a long time. He does play with an edge, but it's because he's small. But he's never been suspended. It's because, it's, it's because he's small. But I hate the, the fact the, that it's just like he needed retribution. That's small, the one thing about the sport you yeah. used to have, and you don't yep. have that anymore. Checks and balances. See, small people get away with stuff because they're small. But when they're big, it's like, oh, this big dude doing. We got to suspend him, right? But because dude little. They, they they let him get through. Oh, he's so little. He's just so scrappy. He's so tough. Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like how Isaiah used to get away with you know some of the bad boy stuff. Like he's so little. You know what I mean? Like that. When somebody get in it, but you know somebody bigger do that, then they, they take it differently. You know what I mean? Little people get away with stuff, man. Well, I mean, in this case, it just was annoying, and I'm glad you said what you said. All right, we go into the power hour on a Friday on a Football Friday. We're going to open up your lunch box and get you some lunch money on these games this weekend with Alex Monaco. We've got calls to get to as well at 800 3776 Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Usually it takes a while before you can accurately judge how a trade worked out. At least in the early going, though, Nick fans are pleased with the deal for OG Ananobi. Last night, Nick's crushing the Denver Nuggets at the Garden. Earlier this morning on DPH Road in Rothenburg, Rick and Dave said Nick fans can dream about the Eastern Conference Finals. Will this team be good enough in a seven-game series to get by Milwaukee or Boston? Um, I think that's where they're at because we keep—I mean, we keep saying it. And I think you're right. There's Milwaukee and there's Boston, and then there's that second-tier teams. Right, and, and maybe maybe we're at the top of that second-tier teams with Philadelphia. Yeah, I'd say we probably are, and we are looking to get better at the deadline with whatever they decide to do. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew because one, it is game time. It's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended. 
and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew. Honey, during tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.